Jesus went down to Capernaum, a town of Galilee. He taught them on the Sabbath, and they were astonished at his teaching, because he taught with authority. In the synagogue, there was a man with the spirit of an unclean demon, and he cried out in a loud voice, what have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Jesus rebuked him and said, Be quiet, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down in front of them and came out of him without doing him any harm. They were all amazed and said to one another, what is there about his word? This is my emphasis. What is there about his word? The people were all amazed and said to one another, what is there about his word? What is special about his word? We have listened to people talk in this synagogue, but we have never seen such power. They said, for with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits. And they come out, and news of him spread everywhere in the surrounding region. The people in the synagogue were all amazed. And they asked the question, what is there about his word? What is there about the word of God? What is unique about the word of God? Friends, the word of God is alive and active. Hebrews 4.12. The word of God is alive and active. The word of God is alive and active. Hebrews 4 verse 12. The word of God is alive and active. It is sharper than any double-edged sword. It cuts all the way through to where soul and spirit meet, to where joints and marrow come together. It judges the desires and thoughts of man's heart. There is nothing that can be hidden from God. Everything in all creation is exposed and lies open before his eyes. And it is to him that we must all give an account of our lives. Friends, the word of God is alive and active. The word of God is living. The word of God is alive. Jesus is alive. And Hebrews 13, it says, he is the same. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Friends, the word of God is alive. That drama, if I'll call it so, that drama that took place in the temple, in the synagogue, that drama that took place there, people were amazed. They were just watching and seeing. They saw the man sitting. He entered the temple. Nothing was happening. Jesus started speaking and things began to happen. Friends, in the physical realm, they saw nothing. I mean, in the physical realm, they saw the drama. But in the spiritual realm, there was a battle. There was something bigger even happening in the spiritual realm. Dear friends, that is what St. Paul is drawing our attention to in the first reading. Friends, the world is more spiritual than physical. 
The world is more spiritual than physical. Friends, we as human beings, we are more spiritual beings than physical beings. Whatever is in the physical now existed before in the spiritual. God created the world in the spiritual realm. We are told in Hebrews chapter 2. Friends, God created everything by his spirit, we are told. So everything that exists in the physical first existed in the spiritual. The spiritual world is real. And that is why St. Paul would tell us in the first reading, friends, he says, we have not received the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that is the Holy Spirit, that is God himself, so that we may understand the things freely given to us by God. Friends, we cannot understand the things of the spirit without the Holy Spirit. We cannot understand things in the spiritual realm without the Holy Spirit. The people were amazed. They didn't understand what was happening. Friends, St. Paul makes it very clear. He says, now the natural man does not accept what pertains to the spirit of God. The natural man, the carnal man, the man living in the flesh cannot understand what transpires in the spirit. But friends, something happens in the spiritual realm when we speak the word of God. When we speak the word of God undiluted, raw as it is, when we preach the word as it is, undiluted, friends, something happens. When the word of God is proclaimed as it is, something happens. Friends, look, when we come for mass, when the word of God is being proclaimed, something is happening in the spiritual realm. We are not seeing, friends, if God will open our eyes to see what happens in the spiritual realm, friends, look, there are things happening, but the word of God is spirit and life. The word of God, Jesus says, my words are spirit and they are life. We must learn to have this consciousness of the spirit of God. The people ask the question, what is there about his word? There is something unique about the word of God. What is there about the word? Look, the word of God destroys evil. First John 3, 8. The word of God destroys evil. And this is what we see in this gospel today. The demons asked, have you come to destroy us? The word of God destroys demons. The word of God destroys the power of the enemy. 1 John 3, 8. For this reason, the son of God came to destroy the works of the enemy. The works of the enemy in the life of this man who was walking without even knowing he was possessed, was destroyed by the living word of God. Are you tormented by evil spirits? Are you tormented by demons? Friends, speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. Speak the word. There is power in the word. The word of God sets captives free. Luke 10, verse 19. And Luke 4, verse 18. Yesterday, Jesus quoted it. Luke 4. Friends, friends, the word of God sets captives free. Speak the word into your life. Speak the word of God. Friends, the word of God brings life back even from the dead. The word of God can bring life. Ezekiel 37, the word of God brings life. Je Jesus, friends, the word of God is alive. Jesus says, my words are spirit and they are life. Speak the word of God into that situation that is dead 
it will bounce back to life. Speak the word of God raw. Get relevant scriptures and quote them and speak them into your life and speak them into your situation. Life will bounce back to life. Life will bounce back into the situation. The demons confess, have you come to destroy us? Friends, the word of God destroys every work of the enemy. The word of God can overcome every work of the enemy. The word of God destroys the works of the enemy in our lives. And that is why we should not joke with the word of God. I will come back to it. The word of God astonishes and amazes us. The word of God is full of wonder. The word of God is full of amazing things. The word of God is full of wonderful, astonishing truths. Psalm 118, Psalm 119, verse 18. Psalm 119, verse 18, David declared, Open my eyes, Lord, that I may see wonderful truths in your word. And we are told in this gospel, these people were all amazed. They were all amazed and astonished. So there are wonderful truths in the word of God. The word of God brings about astonishing and wonderful results in events of life. Speak the word. Don't joke with the word of God. The word of God makes demons tremble. In the book of James, we are told that demons tremble at the word of God. Friends, the word of God has power and authority. The people exclaimed, for this man speaks with authority and power. He commands the unclean spirits and they come out. Friends, the word of God is full of authority and full of power. Galatians, no, Romans 1 verse 16. Romans 1 verse 16, Paul said, the gospel is the power of God. I am not ashamed of the power. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation for all those who believe. The word of God is power. Do you lack power in your, in your, way, in, in your life? Speak the word. Don't joke with the word of God. Friends, these are spiritual things. And dear friends, we must take note that is why we must contemplate the word that is why we must think his word think his word meditate his word which is true meditate on the word of god make time sit down read the word of god digest it absorb it meditate on it the word of god is power the word of god is authority the word of god destroys evil spirits the word of god sets captives free the word of god amazes friends as you imbibe the word of god your life will be a wonder and an amazement to people Look, soak yourself in the word of God. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and forever. And friends, look, the only solution to darkness is the word, is the light. The only solution to darkness is light. The only solution to darkness is light. And that is what we see. The darkness in this man, when it was confronted with the light of Christ, what happened? It had to, it had to go. Jesus' word is light. Your word is a lamp unto my feet. Psalm 119 verse 105. Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light for my path. The word of God is light. And Psalm 119 verse 130 says, The entrance of your word gives light. Friends, the entrance of the word of God gives light. That is why we quote scripture when we are preaching. That is why our preaching must be based on the word of God. Because as the word of God comes, it comes with light. It is light. And any darkness in us must flee. And anytime you are meditating on the word of God in the spiritual realm, 
take your time and read the first reading, 1 Corinthians 2, 10 to 16. There is a spiritual realm and there is a physical realm. When we are meditating on the word of God, when we are praying the word of God, when we are reading the word of God, friends, things are happening in the spiritual realm. As we dwell on the word of God, darkness in us flee. Darkness in us flees. Friends, the only solution to darkness is light. Apply the light of God, the word of God. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Darkness and light cannot coexist. Darkness and light cannot cohabit. Friends, speak the word into that situation. Meditate on the word of God day in and out. That is why the church teaches us to reflect on the word of God every day. There is light in the church. There is light in the world. There is light in the church. Jesus, his word is proclaimed to us every day in mass. Why? So that we will receive the light. So that we will be enlightened. In your light, we see light. In the word of God, we see light. Psalm 36 verse 9. In the word of God, we see light. Friends, whatever darkness we find ourselves in, the word of God is able to overcome it. Make time. Pay attention to the word of God. That is what the church is teaching us, but some of us are not getting it. If not, why do we have mass every day? Why is the word of God proclaimed during every mass? Why? At the celebration of every sacrament, the word of God is proclaimed. The last time I said it, make time and read Dei Verbum, that document on the word of God, and you will appreciate and see what the, the church teaches about the word of God. The word of God is life. The word of God is food. The word of God is water. The word of God is spirit. Friends, Jesus' word is true. Jesus' word is true. And he says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will remain. It means his word is dependable. The word of God is more dependable than even the ground on which we are walking on. If heaven and earth will pass away and his word, but his word will remain, it means we can depend on his word even more than the ground on which we walk on. The word of God is more dependable than even our very existence. The word of God can be trusted. Jesus, God can be trusted. His word can be trusted. The spiritual world is real. Friends, that is what we are made to understand. And it takes the Holy Spirit to teach us and to explain to us. John 14 verse 17. And we must learn to meditate on the word. We must learn to live and practice the word. We must learn to let the word be, become part and parcel of us. The word of God is life. That is what we are told today. The word of God from Jesus brought life to this man. Friends, the word of God silences the voice of the enemy. Meditate on the word. Come to Jesus who is the word of God. Come to Jesus in the Eucharist. Come to Jesus who is life, who is amazement, who is full of life. Friends, friends, pay attention. Let us take the word of God seriously. His word is unchanging. This word is unchanging. This word is dependable. This word is spirit. This word is power. Make time for the word of God. The people said, what is there about his word? What is there about his word? What is there about his word? Friends, the natural man will not appreciate and understand what we are talking about. 
Friends, ask the Holy Spirit to take possession of us so that we will be spiritual men indeed and understand what we are talking about. The first reading, we must pay attention to it. St. Paul says, the Spirit scrutinizes everything, even the depths of God. He goes on to say, no one knows what pertains to God except the Spirit of God. We have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may understand the things freely given us. And we speak about them not with words taught by human wisdom, but with words taught by the Spirit, describing spiritual realities in spiritual terms. Spiritual realities in spiritual terms. The spiritual world is real. St. Paul says, we have the mind of Christ. Through the mind of Christ in us, we will come to understand and appreciate the spiritual world. Friends, what was it about the word of God, the, word, the words of Jesus, that confounded these people? What is there about his word? His word is spirit. His word is life. His word is power. His word is alive. The word of God is alive. The word of God is alive. The entrance of his word brings light. Let us pay attention to God's word. The only solution to darkness is light. And that is the word of God. Spiritual realities. What is there about his word? What is there about his word? Let us pay attention to the word of God always in our lives. Joshua was commanded by Moses never to joke with the word of God. Never to let it depart from his mouth. Friends, don't joke with the word of God. Don't joke with the word of God. Let us pay attention to the word of God. Let us rise and profess our faith. Let us rise and present some intentions to the Lord.